What's happening? This is uh hold on. Yeah. That's better. That's Batois. That's Batois. All right. Welcome to episode 10 of the Super Gen World Podcast. We back in here again for another Um, Keeping in line with the previous episodes, um, more or less, these have been kind of just timely diaries now at this point. Um... I think it's still more or less an update on my perspective in the gaming and tech industry and also just for me to keep a a nice handle on where I'm at at specific times in life. So I really do this just to release things I normally don't talk about on a daily basis. But um, things I heavily research and deal with internally on a daily basis. Kind of interesting to think about it that way. Yeah, it's storming outside right now. So it's about to be a beautiful, beautiful storm down here in good old Jacksonville, Florida. Good old. And yeah, we just chilling down here, man. Um... I guess I'll go ahead and drop the bomb from the last episode. I quit my job. Quit the hell out of it. Um, Not going to get into any specifics. But, um, yeah, I pieced out of that place. And um, your boy, a free agent in the IT field. So I'm gambling my perspectives at the moment. Or my prospects. That's a better word, perspective. I'm just talking. It's okay, though. But, yeah, I'm um, just weighing the options at this moment. Got a nice a nice gaggle of options on the table, so I'm just chilling at the moment. Um, working on building up my own personal brand for the future beyond working for another man, though. I'm getting that, that ball... And the Playhouse is now my current goal, um, specifically with this platform. And, yeah, I'm basically just, just fighting my way to be able to fill, feed my family off of my handmade creations. But, yeah, I just it's going to take me stop procrastinating. And it's not a fear that I can't do it. There's honestly no fear behind actually doing the work it just needs to start and I feel like I'm making progress but I don't feel that I hit the button yet like go like full in go in and actually capitalize on all the support you have because I have a shit ton of support and I'm thankful for every ounce of love in every way. And a lot of it has been financial support to keep this ball rolling. Because um, I do fund everything myself. I do everything in-house. 
um, with my job, basically. And I work in IT, so we found a way to make it work, you know? Almost like the basic structure of the job, like, that I go after network administration is problem solving. So I feel like if I can effectively do that as a career, definitely will be able to figure out how to get this ball rolling on my own. On another level, we got a whole shit ton of new games that's been dropping, that's about to be dropped, um, like me and my entire style and setup for like this channel and my brand itself. I stepped back and played the older games, but in new ways. It's all about finding new ways to play the classics. Been hopping back in VR heavy. There's this program called MUVR. And they released an update re recently that fixes the performance of it. Um, makes it run a lot smoother. And speaking of performance also, I've made some updates to my PC. And I will throw those up here in a second. We're going we're gonna to get to that here in a moment. All right, now we're switching over. This is CPU-Z. Um, basically just gives you a snapshot of your system configuration as of current. And yeah, um, I'm currently rocking an i7 8th generation. Um, had that almost since the day it came out. Um, 32 gigabytes of DDR4 RAM. You can see all four sticks here. We, we run in eight, eight each, shit's beautiful. Um, graphics card, this is, I upgraded from a, a GTX 1060 six gigabyte. That was super, super clocked from EVGA. And this card was um, was gifted to me from one of my one of my closest friends. And um, yeah, I got the, the RTX 2070 Super now. Um, upgraded very nice when it comes to performance. Gaming, obviously. But uh, video rendering shit is just through the roof right now. So yeah, that's where we're sitting at. That's a huge thing that, ooh, the upgrade. But MUVR, the performance updates that we got, man, 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 you will be able to now run co-op within your own creative spaces. Ooh, boy, that shit going down. The turnip is real charging shit. The turnip is real. Poseidon is mad. You can just create a room. Custom, like full-blown custom wallpapers, your custom consoles, and now both sides have to have the matching ROM files and everything set up. Um, but yeah, you can get two headsets in there. And I have taken this to another level between connecting two players remotely 
found a way that if you have one headset that is, because I got two Quest, I got the Quest 1 and the Quest 2. Take one headset, plug it up direct link to the computer using the Quest link, and that could just be used any, I'd say USB 3.0, USB-C cable. Make sure it's a good cable. Then from there, you take the other Quest, plug that up to virtual desktop, run MUVR if it's there. Now, you'll have two instances of MUVR running if your computer is powerful enough, it can handle it with no problem. From here, on your main headset, which would normally be the link one, but that'll be the more reliable one because you're there hardwired into the computer, stability in this situation would be key. You create a room. When you create that room, you join in the other one and then bow. Both headsets on one computer are connected to one computer and y'all are in the same room. And you can actually do local multiplayer in the same area if you got two headsets on the same computer. It's very interesting that that's even possible. Given the rendering quality is still high, frame rates are still high. And I tested this with both headsets, and it's like, what the fuck? It actually worked. Like, there was no kind of kickback. I ain't had to troubleshoot nothing. I just tested Ethereum. It worked. VR is dope. The tech behind VR is dope. Man, there's so much that's possible. And I'm not going to speak on my endeavors right now. Because I don't feel that it's time for me to dump what is still in planning. There are things in progress. We are working towards something cool. I am comfortable with saying five years out, there's going to be something tangible that we can actually hold and use and see of this plan that I have. But there's some things in the works that's it's going to unify a lot of people. But we got to pull it off right. That's the key. The key is pulling it off right. Because we can sit around, have the best ideas, attempt to execute, and then get to the release phase and bow. It all falls flat on its face. And I've been through that. Tested the waters with multiple styles of releases with mixtapes. Seeing which ones actually gets the eyes of people who are not a part of the community. And that's a key thing. Whose attention can you get that you don't already have if you're not around physically? Is there enough substance to not only catch folks off guard, but to hold their attention? And my issue has been for the longest time is that I'm just, I wouldn't say overly complicated. I'm overly niche. I'm overly niche and I really don't care about switching up my style to please other people because they don't understand the niche. 
and it's a double-edged sword because I'll get accused of gatekeeping just because I don't want to dumb down my level of knowledge in this field. I still own the first game I ever played. Physical. Don't be mad at me because I got good memory. My hand-eye coordination is crazy. <laughs> That's due to cheat code memorization. I read a lot of cheat code books from front to back. Like, I actually read cheat code books. I read them like they were books. Now, that may be a problem in some cases. But let's be real. I read a lot of cheat code books. Now, I read regular books as well. Speaking of regular books, because, yeah, this will be a perfect smorgasbord of my reading style. Let's get into how I read. Let's get into my text game. Let's get into my text game, because we got books. We got books. What's Jim World reading? Currently, I'll go to the deep side first for actual spiritual growth. And I saw this book, and it was recommended to me. I believe it was my brother that put me on, my brother Spade. And yeah, man, The Buddha and the Mirror, this is a very spiritually calming book to read. And just the practices of spirituality and science and how you can apply it to your everyday life. Shit is interesting. But now, this is where I'm at on another level. The ultimate guide to video game writing and design. Not going to go deeper into that. But that's a big hint to what I was speaking about earlier. This is another book that's very good. And yeah, I'm, um, I'm just currently halfway through because it actually gives you like, let's take each chapter as a level, by the way, in here. And then they got these action items, which would be these gray blocks here. And yeah, um, I hope it pops in on the video feed. It might try to chroma key it out. But okay, there it goes, just for a second. But yeah, that gray book, that gray area, they're like little assignments that you gotta complete that's based off the chapter. And yeah, it'll be just objective based, so you gotta actually use what you learned up to that point and then apply it to a situational question or a, like almost an equation sometimes. And it's just figuring out the best writing techniques that's been used in gaming history. And that's video games or board games on some D&D &D type shit. Cause those, the writing in those had to be intricate for a level of multiple outcomes. So you got to think about dialogue and how folks will use it in certain situations. Even though most of it could be freestyle. But yeah, the writing itself and the design, there's a lot of history there. And... Yeah, like I said, I read a lot of cheat code books. And, like, I'm talking, like, yearly ones from Blockbuster, Hollywood Video. If I'm correct, I still got my 
Hollywood video one over there somewhere. Yeah, I got I got my Hollywood video one somewhere. It's somewhere in here. But that's besides the point. I not only read them, I read strategy guides, my nigga. If you actually sat down and read a strategy guide of a game you didn't even own. Now, this came with the game. This is a day one strategy guide that came with the game of the year PC version of No One Lives Forever. It's in decent quality. You know why? Because I had a laptop back in the day that I kept with me just so I can play this game, right? Every page still immaculate in here. You can read it, but you can tell that I read the bit. Look at the corner. Look at the corner. I was in that bitch like this. I was in that bitch like this. You hear me? I read this. I'll still read it from time to time because the tips are funny. Like, they just tell you, like, why would you tell me to go down the steep staircase to the left to retrieve another intelligence item? That's hard. Because mentally, I already know how the level look. I can see it right now. The whole map. I can see the whole map. That's Chapter 5, Mission 1. That's Misfortune in Morocco. This is what I read. And I can go 10 times deeper than this. I can go 10 times deeper than this. Please believe me. You know what? I'll go. I'll, I'll just go one time. I'll go one time deep. I'll go one time. It's just one X. Graphic novel. Wanted. It's my favorite graphic novel ever. I don't care what nobody say. Next to the death of Superman, you don't get much more crazy than this. Like this shit. Look at the design. Look at the panel. Stop playing with me. Look at Eminem, bro. That's Marshall Mathers, bro. This shit, wanted is hard. And we ain't even gonna talk about this, even though we are. Sonic, the comic, from IDW. This is a new canon that actually picks up from game lore. I'm not sure if this is right before or right after Forces. It's either right before or right after Forces, which, in my opinion, is ass. Sonic Forces is ass. Let's make that clear. Sonic Mania. Stop playing with me. Sonic Mania. Like, I don't even know. Why, why are we even talking about Forces? Because, I mean, you think about forces, it's like, why would I want to play an incomplete idea? Look what happened to Devil May Cry 4. It's better than Devil May Cry 2. 
But I mean, like, that's just like saying Sonic Forces is better than Sonic 06. Still ass. Now, granted, Devil May Cry 4 gets better when you unlock Dante. But the problem is that now you're just playing the same levels backwards through the rest of the game. And then it just ends. I'm cool. I don't ever want to play Devil May Cry 4 again. I don't ever want to talk about Devil May Cry 2 again. I really don't want to talk about Sonic Forces ever again. I would rather talk about Sonic Blast on the Game Gear, nigga. there no Sonic Drift 3 why well, we always got to create a new why Why was Sonic in, in the All-Stars Racing Transform why wasn't that Sonic Drift 3 why do niggas have cars when they run faster than the cars why are there no Sonic R2 Sonic Team Racing? So you did Sonic and the Sega All-Stars Racing. Then instead of doing Racing 2, you did Racing Transformed, which was cool because you had the planes and the boats, and then they swap back to the cars and shit. It was decent. But Sonic Team Racing, my nigga? And then in the trailer, you gonna drop the R in that bitch like it's Sonic R2. Sonic Team. Y'all got one more chance. Y'all literally got, got, got a single chance left, bro. You got one more chance. This is it. I don't know who on the team. Yuji Naka just dropped um, the demo for um from for for the Wonder World, the Balan Wonder World, and it's hard. We taking say we taking Sonic from you. And we ain't gonna give it to nobody else. Sonic gonna belong to the streets. And I hope that this is heard and understood. I ain't got to do nothing physically. I can I'm just sit here and watch it unfold. I don't have to do anything. I'm letting you know what's happening. I'm not going to have no hand in none of it. I'm letting you know. You, you fucked up by letting our side make Sonic Mania. Because now we not only prove to you that we can make the better games, but we proved it to the world that they can make better games. And they still trying to say that Adventure 2, 
Now, I love the aesthetic. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. This whole aesthetic is raw. I mean, when you look at the, the thing going up and down, like, the whole aesthetic is raw. Like, be real. But I'd rather be in Marble Gardens. I'd rather be in Tidal Tempest. I'd rather be in Carnival Night. And I hate that stage. And it's because of the music for me. It's because of the music for me. It's 100% because of the music. And I'm not going to say that you wrong. I'm just going to say that I'm right. <laughs> you hopped about as good as fuck. Mmm. You dropping bodies, little bitch. Okay. I'm going to drop a hot tamale. These niggas really about to try to impeach Trump. And he ain't even the president no more. Fuck we even talking about? Because it ain't us. We not doing nothing. So when they say that we moving ahead, who is we? Because it ain't ugh. It ain't me. Is it you? It ain't me. I'm constantly fighting these niggas above my head. Spiritually, because they don't listen to nobody. I got very close to Streets of Rage 4, though. I got very close. I got disrespected to my face, but it's cool. It's cool. Disrespect skate like that again, though, but we're going to have problems, though, boy. He said he would put skate in a wheelchair if it was up to him. Why would you even say that? Like, what would be the point of you even saying that? And there's some French dudes, so I don't know, like, what his beef with skate is. Like, nigga, do you just not like skates? Does he not meet your height requirements? Is it because he's black? And I know it can't be, but it might be because look at that tight-ass shirt they put on Adam. Adam know damn well that that shirt, that don't even look like a shirt. Like, it looked like it was, like, lined in and then filled in. Mm. Woo. Mm. Somebody talking shit about me. I ain't even online. I'm recording this shit remote. But somebody talking shit about me. Bless you, body. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I'm hurting bad, America. How did we get here? Ten episodes in. 
I'll just talk about how things progress in my life and how I feel about things. And I'm 10 episodes in. We made it here. I'm never going to stop doing these shits. I'm not going to stop. I don't care if it's just me, God, Chuck Norris, one of the um, the extras off of the, um, the set of The Roses. It was a BET Western. I think it was The Roses. And now I'm thinking about Rumble Roses, that damn game with the all-female cast and they, they had titty jiggle physics. But why were we pushing the advancement of t titty jiggle physics and the physics didn't even match the model? Like everything was moving independently of the model itself. The actual 3D rig, the model body, and then like the body would be like like this, and the titties were swaying like hair. Can somebody please tell me what we were doing? Why did Def Jam Fight for New York have some of the best lighting in any game released by EA ever? Including dice games. Why does SSX on PS3 and 360 not have split screen multiplayer? Can you tell me why? Because I don't know why. Why did Activision block Crash Bandicoot? Not Crash, I'm sorry. Spyro from getting into... No, I'm sorry. No, it was Crash 2. It was Crash and Spyro from getting into the PlayStation All-Stars, that trash-ass Smash clone. I don't give a fuck nobody said that game was ass. Why was Shigeru Miyamoto right about releasing Super Mario Bros. 2 to America and giving us Doki Doki Panic? Because Super Mario Bros. 2, original, it's hard as hell. <laughs> that shit, that shit hard as hell. <laughs> that shit is difficult. He was right. He was right to do that. That shit hurt. Super Mario Brothers 2, original, J Japanese version in America, the Lost Levels. Super Mario 2, original, hurts. Do you hear me? Super Mario Brothers 2 on the family computer system. The Famicom. Hurts. Shigeru Miyamoto was right.
I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I'm not eating this. This is the one I dropped on the floor. I'm just squeezing. I know it's nasty. Let me stop. You ever spoil a hot tamale? Or a Mike and Ike? Nah. You do what you want? You want a hot tamale? It's good. It's good as hell. You can have one if you want, bro. They don't work? Yeah, you can have it. They don't work. Never. You know you don't? Never. Right, I'm going to be dropping an album soon. This album, it's only five tracks long, so it's going to be more of an EP. But I'm going to release it like it's an album. It's going to have multiple features. It's going to be in the land of bit death. where pixels go to die or where pixels go when they die you gotta get your way out it's the only way it's the only way but on another note I'm going to cut the episode right here because I ain't got shit else to talk about. At least in this episode. I got some things I want to go deep on, but we're not going to do it in this episode. I'm going to get some guests on the next one. Episode 11, we're going to have a few guests on next time. And we're going to be talking about some dope shit. Building some constructive tech speech on a community level is the goal for next episode. Getting more people knowledgeable and more comfortable to talk about either tech they don't understand so we can put you in a situation to learn more about it. And so we can learn more ourselves. Um, yeah, that's the goal of episode 11. And um, yeah, I say this is this episode more of a lead up. So I'll figure out a name for this one. But other than that, to those that made it this far, here's your golden star. Bow. I love you. Hope the rest of your month, week, day goes excellente. Don't fall, don't falter, don't fall off. Enjoy and love each other. Stay topped up. Stay hoped up. Stay prayed up. Drink a shit ton of water. And keep hope alive out here. That's the way.